for club and you ain't in it full of psychopaths who believe in eugenics it's an evil club and you ain't in it full of psychopaths who believe in eugenics it's an evil club and you ain't in it all right we're doing it we're doing it uh all right, I don't hear me echoing anymore. That's good. I heard me say, hey, buddy, back at me. Uh, hey, do you have a cat? Um, yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. <laughs> you know, I was listening to our last podcast, and one of our cats wouldn't shut up. And I thought it was my cat, but maybe it was yours. <laughs> um, I don't last week. Well, I don't know. This week, it might be her. Okay. Uh, what, what kind of cat do you got, man? What's her name? Um, Snoopy. Snoopy, I like yeah, it. It's not mine. It's um, it's my girlfriend's cat, really. But um, I'm a cat guy, man. I like him. She is a chill cat. She is hilarious, and she is just she's just gonna walk around here and meow. And yeah, I'm in her space, so she's um kind of concerned. <laughs> Cats, fucking, they're yeah. a little bit. They're kind of autistic sociopaths a little bit, and I yeah, would yeah. be, I would be worried if they're a little bit bigger. But um, you know, some cats, I mean, some like robbers have full on gotten their asses kicked by, by like cats. Oh really? So yeah, dude, look that up later. People have gotten the fuck kicked out of them by just a normal house cat when they were trying to rob the spot. That's a cool cat to have. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I've definitely seen some cats that could kick some ass. Um, yeah. I mean, they're My, hunters, and what they can physically do, and when they get their claws out, I wouldn't want to fuck with the cat. They're going to hurt sure, you. For sure, dude. Well, because, like, a little cat, typically, they're fast, they're quick, they're agile, but they're also not, like, trying to start anything. They're trying, like, most of them are just going to run away if they can. But, like, I think if you got one cornered, a fucking cat could really fuck you up like we have brute strength and like we could like snap its neck but if you don't do that quick enough they could fuck you up pretty good yeah and i could see like if you're robbing a house you might not want to just kill a cat too like, <laughs> little, like they are cute and cuddly and whatever and they'll fuck you up in that moment of weakness though oh for sure all right brother uh Welcome, everybody. This is the Reality Czars podcast, and we're your hosts, Nathan and Tony. Yeah. Tony, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. It's May Day, Bell Pain. We're halfway through the spring, so. Yeah, commie holiday, dude. <laughs> it is. Yeah. The commies are out in full force. They're doing marches and shit with their hammer and sickle flags and doing their thing. Well, that's good for them. Um we're going into more lockdowns apparently in the great state of Portland. Is it really? I, I know that, well, my friend has a restaurant downtown and I know that they just like closed dining again. Yeah. But what kind of lockdown are you guys doing? That's over what there? I was talking about. That, okay. Um, not letting people dine inside in the middle of summer, which um, it's pretty fucking outrageous, dude. When like, they haven't pointed to any indoor dining that has ever really been like a vector of transmission at all. Like well, there's, that's not even a thing. 
I'm guessing that if you have a disease that takes away your um, ability to taste food or smell stuff, you're probably going to not go to a restaurant. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's true, too. And I mean, and the other things are like, this is a case demic at this point. Like, nobody's dying anymore, dude. Like, it was like the other week, one person died or something. Something ridiculous, dude. Like, in this area. Uh, it's not like... I, apparently, people are still passing it around. It's like it's a cold or something. and But nobody's dying of it anymore. And if most people are getting fucking vaccinated... They said, like, half adults are vaccinated at this point. And who knows how many people have already had it and have natural immunity towards it. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Well, yeah, that's the thing. Another thing um, that if people are getting vaccinated and the cases are going up, you think that that would put two and two together in people's minds. Like, one of these realities cannot be true. Yeah. I mean, it's not this, this is not just a little vaccination. This isn't just, like, we're going to give you some antibodies or whatever it would alter in the way your RNA works which to me is a very significant thing and if they're not promising absolute results on this why are you doing that like there's a point where like that's the one thing that they can be sure of whether or not this works or not for this particular cold you can't be guaranteed any safety beyond that but they are guaranteeing safety beyond this even though they're saying, like, this one thing that we should be able to tell you if it works for this one specific thing, it's like, well, apparently it doesn't work for this because people are, well, we're having a case-demic again, but... Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, man. And then, like, I try to, you know, talk to coworkers or, like, people that are in my life, and I, you know, I'll ask them questions, like, so why is it that in Texas and Florida... They just opened up, they removed the mask mandates, and all the restaurants and businesses are open to full capacity. Their cases are going way down and nobody's dying. Yeah. I mean, did you so, see a UFC fight? Yeah, no, I missed it. Uh, no, I didn't but, see it, but just like the crowd where there's thousands of people packed into a little stadium. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just like, and they don't have an answer. And then, I, then I'll tell, then I'll, you know, then I'll say, and it seems like, and this is a weirder thing on the, on the other hand, I'll just say something like, why does it only seem like it's Democrat ran states that keep going up? Because like the, the states where it's going up again are like California, Oregon, uh, supposedly Minnesota is supposed to be the big one. It's like all the shitty run democratic states are going up because this has turned into a political thing. Well, and this is the interesting thing is like, I'm actually interested in that question myself because I don't know. I just thought that like they got Biden in. So apparently um, I just thought that was their end game, but something else in mind. Well, no, he was, he was the first piece to their game. They needed him because Donald Trump wouldn't go along with their dumb fucking not I'm not saying Donald Trump is a fucking savior because he's a moron, but he was too stupid to go along with their plans or just smart enough not to. I don't know which one it is. Uh, and that's why they hated him, because he wasn't ready to play the fucking I mean, I, I go back and forth whether or not I think he was in on the New World Order or not. 
I kind of feel like you don't get a chance to be there if you weren't. And maybe he wouldn't, he didn't even know that he was playing a part in it. Like, I almost think he needed to be like the last bitter taste in the mouth of like, because he would talk about like free markets and we're never going to be a socialist country. And, you know, and we have the greatest country. Like he was like the last bitter taste of like, any form of patriotism, any form of right wing, anything, any form of like conservative, like guns, anything. And like he left a bitter taste in the mouth of anyone that had any, you know, anyone in the middle that had any t- type of like, well, maybe. And he almost like he poisoned the well. You know what I mean? And so th- that's almost where I think like his where he played his part perfectly. And so then the return to normalcy was to get this old fucking uh, to get this old poor dumb man that needs to fucking go out old yeller style and he just needs to be retired to a field, you know what I mean? And yeah, I I, I still don't get though why they're trying to bankrupt their cities though and drive out businesses. So I feel like at some point, like, okay, like, shouldn't there be another step in whatever nefarious plan you have? So, well, this is what I think, right? So, this is what I think, okay? Uh, what I think is they want to crash the economies in those big cities because what they're going to do is they're going to drive out people. They're going to get people out of there and they're going to drive down all the property values and then they're going to buy all that shit up. They're going to, like, let me see here. Yeah. Well, was that? Yeah, that's like the RoboCop hypothesis, right? Mm-hmm. Just basic. Yeah. I I, I definitely think that that's a possibility. Um, My wife just texted me. She goes, "Yeah, I thought they hired him to put on a show and make Republicans look bad, so everyone would beg for a communist tyranny." Uh. That is uh, essentially what I was saying, but she said it much better than me. Possibly, that's yeah. <laughs> a very that is very real. Um, he problem I mean, reaction solution. Maybe he was the problem. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He allows the Democrats to do so much one out. I mean, they could not have rioted like they did without him, right? Like they needed him to kind of be that moral counterbalance and I, I don't I don't think necessarily like he was in on, on that level and... well that's what I was saying like I don't think he even knows that he was in on so that's why I say when I go back and forth whether or not I think he was in on it or not because sometimes I think like there's no fucking way maybe but then other times I think like maybe he is just that arrogant Maybe he really is just that stupid. But at the same time, dude, he's he is a fucking actor. You know what I mean? And they they hire those people to play those parts and like watch him on watch him on fucking wrestling, dude. He'll play the heel. You know what I mean? Watch him on like The Apprentice. He'll play the bad guy. Uh, you're fired. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. It I'm not convinced that he wasn't in on it. But sometimes I don't think so. But I'll just throw that out there. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, fourth on it, he does have a whole history of playing the jerk. So this is you got to remember, the mother wasn't. It was a fucking actor that was been on TV his entire life. 
And that was his brand. I'm the cocky dickhead asshole. I fuck more women than anyone. I do whatever the fuck I want. Like, he's on uh, Howard Stern calling, like, women fat pigs. And he's like, I only fuck tens. You know? Well, Well, also, okay, so do you know anyone who buys this stuff? And I mean, granted, like, maybe there's a shitload of people buying Trump steaks. But I don't, like, who is this appealing to? Like, I get spending good money on the steak, but just who is impressed with his name? That's like that's how he's got rich. So I'm like, I'm kind of questioning that angle. Like, is this just the whole? Is it just a construct? Well, maybe, maybe. Uh, what I will say is, I think he was the perfect. Okay, I think he was like the poor man's like Salisbury steak. You know what I mean? I think he was like poor people, dumb people. Like I grew up poor and dumb. You look at Donald Trump and he's like the picture of ridiculous wealth because like what do poor people do when they get money? Like when you get ghetto rich, you know what I mean? You buy a flashy, stupid car with a big old like thing on the back, like what are those big fins on the back or whatever, you know? And like you put your last name and like old English on the back window, you know what I mean? Like flashy, stupid, trashy. Like to me, he was like the poor man's rich man. You know what I mean? And so like, I, he all he is like the perfect picture of what a stupid poor person with too much money would do. You yeah, know, and I mean the gaudy that... retard that put Trump in gold letters on a building. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely a lot of people who get money who are flashy. Um, I don't know how. I mean, he's kept it his whole life and he's made money, so that kind of. I don't know whether or not that's really a thing. I haven't seen that. But Well, you said who's buying into it. I think it's the poor, like the poor working class dummies. Myself included. Like when I was a kid watching him on uh, like, what was that? Uh, Home Alone 2 and shit, you know, like you loved him. Like when you're watching Howard Stern, you, you see him. When you watch him on WWF, you're like, yeah, you know, like I think he was. Anyways, I mean, those are the type of people that are buying his shit. You also yeah, have to I realize, mean, man... a lot of them, though, because he's made a lot of money. Well, I there's more, just... more dumb people than there are rich people. And what you also have to realize, too, is that he's made a million... Uh, well, dude, he really made money uh, doing real estate in New York. That's really where all of his money comes from. And then he had a stupid name that he made for himself. Because he was able to sell himself as this weird, stupid figure. Whether or not people were buying his products or not, he then was big enough to be on television. And then that's where he made his money doing dumb shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, well, I think a lot of it just got in the hold of the media. I, yeah, I've, I've, I've seen that too, where like he bought Trump Towers because they were positioned, I guess, next to like some. I think it's like an NBC building, so he would have access to the media of the day. And it's actually impressive how well he has done media throughout his life. Like he's done several generations of it. 
you know what I'd really like to see is I want to look up and see all of his old catalogs of shit that he used to sell because he used to sell things that were kind of like uh, not pyramidy schemey but sorta like um, my my sister's neighbor was like bought and sold like she loved Donald Trump and this was before he was a politician so this was like I don't know when did he run 2016 this was probably 2012. And she loved Donald Trump and whatever he was selling. She was actually from the Philippines. And uh, so I, anyways, I don't know if this was a foreign thing. Anyways, she was trying to sell and she tried to get my, anyways, my sister's too fucking nice and sat through one of their business pitches. Right. And Donald Trump, it wasn't Donald Trump himself, but he has all these like programs where he has stupid people selling shit with his name on it. Right. And so they were trying to sell these like clunky cell phones with a TV screen on it so that like the person would buy it and you would buy it. And then you could see each other's face and talk to each other. And then you're like, why don't you use Skype on your fucking, you know what I mean? But like, it was like old technology that was like outdated and ridiculous. And they were trying to sell like, like five hundred dollars for this weird telephone telephone TV, and yeah. you're like, "What? What the fuck is this?" Well, yeah, yeah, you could definitely sell some technology. I mean, like number one, like not everyone has this technology. So if you're from somewhere else in the world where they they just don't have that, then that's a market they could just offload a bunch of old technology on. There's people who don't know about Skype. There's people who are just not in the tech game at all and it's like you show them and that's really interesting because I think a lot of technology is that a lot of people don't know how to use it so we have these like we focus so much on innovating and engineering new technology but we do absolutely nothing to just show people and sell people who are already well would use the technology and like hey you can do this we're just like put stupid boomer and it's like we could be like hey Here's how you do this. Here's a tool. Here's where you'd use it. Well, that's a whole market. That you know what, dude? If you hire, yeah, if you were charging for your time, you could make a lot of money that way. Because what I was just saying, like, you know, who would be perfect to sell that stupid television phone to? Some old stupid boomer. Yep. You know, you know what I mean? They're just like, so I just dialed a number and then, okay, it's five hundred dollars for me. Okay, I'll, and then I just have to spend five hundred dollars, and they have it too, and then I just, you know, that's. Are you still there? Are you still there? I'm here. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, my volume just went way down. I think we're fine. Okay. You can hear me? Yep. Okay, good. No, I was just saying that like some boomers would love that shit. Those are the type of dummies that you'd sell that stuff to. Well, I mean, you know... But what you, your idea is really cool. That was almost what the Geek Squad was, wasn't it? Um, yeah, like, what, like the Apple people? Yeah, Apple people or the people that worked for uh, Best Buy, right? That was like the Geek Squad. Oh, yeah. That's a cool fucking... That's a business, man. Yeah, I couldn't do it, but I could. I would be a customer. 
Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm a I need a fucking nerd to help me because. And you know, here's the thing. Like, you, like, okay, you're saying, like, oh, Super Boomer, like, you pay $1,000 for this thing, but it's like, it's not the only thing you want. For that technology, like, 20 years ago, that would have been impossible. So now it's like $1,000 and you're paying it, and someone just walks you through the process and you have to deal with all the bullshit trying to figure shit out. Like, that's. Probably a good deal for that boomer. Like, it, it might be, dude, because like otherwise you're gonna have to figure out the laptop and like, dude, I don't know how old your folks are. I don't know if are your folks still alive, Tony? Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, like trying to explain email to my mom or to my mother-in-law, like them, like my mother-in-law doesn't understand why there's a different password for her Amazon as to her email. And she goes, well, I put my password in there. I'm like, okay, what, what, pa-? anyway, it's like, she just doesn't fucking get it. <laughs> the, the internet, it does not fucking compute in her head. And yeah. like, I've had to show her four times, I think, how to turn the volume up on YouTube while she's watching like cat videos. <laughs> she doesn't fucking get it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, my dad's a bit like that, where, like, he, and I get it, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's, I mean, I get it, too, like, you didn't grow up with that shit at all, and this is almost like a dream, you know what I mean, there was, there was nothing like that, like, my mother, she was born in 1950, they didn't have any shit like this, you know what I mean, like, she still remembers movies when it was a big deal when they fucking came. Do you? Re- I remember when it was a big deal, not a big deal, but like TVs were still saying with color. You know what I mean? That was a fucking thing. You could still buy black and white TVs. I sort of remember that. Yeah, like I mean, there the like TV one... I grew up with was a dial. Do you remember that with bunny ears? I and then the bunny like click, click, VHS, click, 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 the two dials. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there would always be just like one TV that was black and white, basically. I think it was just there to price up the other ones. But if you probably. want like a $50 TV, like you can get it. Yeah, 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 totally. But like, yeah, you'd go through the fucking appliance store or whatever, and or the electronics store. Like Montgomery Wards is where I'm thinking. I'd go to fucking Monkey Wards all the time. Because it was, oh, we could buy poor people shit there. <clears throat> and, sorry, I burped. But there were black and white televisions there. And, like, the TV I grew up with was a giant fucking box. And it had the click, 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 click. You know what I mean? Like, you could switch all the different fucking channels. Like, you had to get up. They didn't have remotes. If you wanted to change the channel, you had to get up and turn it. I remember those (laughs) giant wooden boxes with the TV. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And they were... (laughs) Put another TV on top of it because it'd be too fucking heavy to move. <laughs> Dude, I grew up. That was my fucking TV. <laughs> Watching VHS on that shit and trying, like, I was putting aluminum foil, like, cubes on top of my fucking bunny ears. It was a big deal when we got bunny ears because for the longest time we didn't have bunny ears and so we could only see two channels. I could kind of see CBS and I could watch Fox. 
those two came in. And so I grew up watching Fox. I could watch cartoons in the morning. There was The Simpsons. And I could watch them like Mutant Ninja Turtles and shit as a kid. That was what I was excited about. Yeah, and now you have infinite choices. I mean... So I understand why the boomers are like, what the fuck? What are you saying? I can do all this on a, this handheld piece of thing right here? Like, it's fucking crazy. It really is crazy. Because, like, you and I, like, what you were just talking about, like you were saying, like, that fucking giant oversized telephone with a TV screen in it, that was, like, otherworldly. That was, like, alien technology in 19 fucking... You know what I mean? In 1992, that would have been like a million dollar technology. You would have seen that on like a fucking, like on a James Bond movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I remember car phones where like every now and then you know someone who had a car phone. Yeah, that was, was a big a fucking deal. And Dude, you would pay a thousand dollars a month or something to have a car phone. Hell yeah. Dude, and if you could, like, yeah, because I went to I went to Christian school as a kid, and so like I was the poor one. I don't even know how I got in there. Some sort of scholarship, and uh, th- so it was all rich kids besides me. And yeah, a couple of my friends' dads had car phones. That was a fucking thing. Holy shit! Beepers, remember beepers? Yeah, dude, beepers were the fucking shit. Pagers, yeah, beepers. Yeah. Do you have one? No, but I did have a fucking brick cell phone at one point, and I thought it was cool as shit. <laughs> yeah. I went back to a dumb phone about a year ago. For like Do you have to pull up the ago. antenna? No. Okay, because I remember that. Did you have to... <laughs> Do you remember those? Yeah, yeah. so this is how fast we've come though because this is all like like the first real cell phones that were popular was that like 25 years ago probably yeah it's not that old yeah but I mean probably how the fuck old am I probably not until about 20 years ago were they like widely available yeah and kids don't even realize that I was like, you guys don't understand. Like, every fucking 10-year-old has a cell phone now. They have an iPhone and shit. And you're well, like, they have a smartphone, yeah. Because that's another jump in technology where you can get the internet on your phone. Dude, it was such a big deal the first time I got a smartphone. And I was able to, like, I was able to, like, watch porn on my phone. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> that was now, a big deal. Yeah, that's just something kids take for granted now. Dude, kids don't even realize how long it would take for porn to load. Because, like, when I was a kid, you know what I'm talking about? The fucking, the router going, like, the modem doing its shit. And, like, I, first of all. Yeah, dial up. Yeah, dial up like a motherfucker that was, like, connecting to, because nobody had cell phones. Cell phones didn't exist, or they did. Only rich people had them, and I didn't. And so that was your home line. So we're talking to kids right now. So we're talking to Zoomers right now. You had a fucking phone that had to be plugged into the wall, okay? Then they figured out how to give you internet. 
through that same phone cord in the wall. And so you couldn't talk on the phone at the same time you were online. So then you're trying to watch porn. And if somebody calls, it fucks up your porn. It fucks it up, dude. And plus, there's only one computer because nobody else is rich. So you got one computer and it's generally in a centralized location, like in the living room. And you're hoping your mom is asleep while you're trying to get porn. You know what I mean? It's like anyone can walk into the room right now and I'm trying to jerk off as fast as I can. And it's just, uh, dude, it's, it was a nightmare. Kids, you don't know how good you have it. I mean, I, I don't know. My wife is cracking up over here. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't. I, I think. I think in a, in twenty thirty years, we're gonna figure out like the effects of just like having all the kids just have unlimited supply of porn on their phones. Dude, it's what? What do you mean we're gonna find out? WAP is a thing. Little yeah. that like grinding and getting butt fucked by Satan is a thing. Like well, that's yeah, what's happening but, to the. But that's this... the thing, though. Like, why? Because it's so. It's just like porn is. I feel like my prediction is actually like. I feel like in actual like like all forms of popular art, like sex has been kind of removed. But at the same time, like porn is everywhere. So I think like porn just has to like spread out and incorporate like other aspects of reality, and then we'll get back to some kind of normal. Yeah, it's weird, dude. Because like. I think we've talked about this before. There's like, there's schools of Zoomers that like reject this shit hard. They like, they want to like, they reject modernity hardcore because they grew up watching like a woman getting fucked in every orifice. You know what I'm saying? By like, like a line of guys and them coming all over her and they're like, holy shit, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And like, or like watch two dogs butt fuck this girl and like you know you know if there's like anything that you want online there's there's something there like if i told you half the things my son tells me that he's seen on his snapchat i'm like what the fuck i, I want to take my phone and smash it with a hammer right now like yeah the- yeah they get, like the, it is gotten too extreme i think that the does there probably will be like this kind of puritanical revival, I would imagine, just to counterbalance. Which I mean, I don't think like either either extreme is good, but no, it's not. And see, that's the other issue is because it's like it slingshots the other way. And like I think you and I have talked about this before. Every single time that I see like someone that calls themselves like trad Catholic, uh, calls themselves like uh, monarchist. Uh, fascist, like fuck uh, degenerates and gas Jews and all this kind of crazy fucking. You're like, holy shit, what the hell is wrong with this person? And then you go look at them. They're like fucking. They're like fourteen to twenty. And I'm like, what the fuck happened to you, kid? The internet happens. Yeah, <laughs> like they're like they're so fucking bizarre, and they've gone like hard right. You're like, what the fuck? Well, part of them have. So, so some of them have gone like hard fucking right. And then the other ones have gone like, I'm a transgender kitten lover. And like, I, you know what I mean? Like, uh, all, I can't, I can't even make up like 
all none of this is like ridiculous. Like I could I could make up a thing, and there's and that exists. Yeah, you know what I mean. I can't even be ridiculous. Well, and it's also like so definitive for people too. Where it's like, okay, if that's your thing, that's your thing. But does it have to be your only thing? Does it have to be the way you completely define yourself in every aspect of life? Like maybe I just well, yeah, man, that's the thing. Like. Like, I, that's the thing I've had dude I have friends that are transgender I have friends that I grew up with that were gay I have friends that you know were whatever uh let me think I I think I even had a couple friends that were furries here's the thing is they were something besides that they had a personality they they their <laughs> you know what I mean their identity wasn't that and I think it's I think it's sad that I see so many kids and adults now that want to be accepted and loved and throw themselves in something that maybe they're not even comfortable in just so that they have an identity. Like I'll give you an example. One of my coworkers' daughter she one week will say that she thinks that she's transgender. The next week she says, no, I'm not, but I am a lesbian. The next week she says, well, I'm not a lesbian, but I think that I'm bi. The next week she'll say that she is pansexual, you know, and, but like, whatever it is, like she's trying to find her identity and she finds that she gets more attention and more affection and more like celebration from the people around her if she adopts this thing. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like when you're a kid, you're looking for something. You know what I mean? You're looking for affirmation. You're looking for someone validity. You're looking for someone to celebrate you. And it, there's like this loophole. They're like, just grow your hair out and like tuck your penis back and say that, you know, I, whatever it is. Like, I'm not, the thing is, I know that there are some people that are, that are actually transgender that, or they just feel that way. Or the other thing is like, dude, I'm a freedom lover. I don't care if you want to be that way. I support you and love you anyways. But there's this thing now that where that like culture really is and somebody's going to call me a boomer or a fascist for saying this but i'm like they really are trying to manipulate kids dude well and i also feel that like being a kid you just naturally like you want to seek out attention and you're just hungry for and even if you have plenty of attention you're just you're just designed evolutionary to like soak up more so you're doing all of this stuff to soak up as much attention as you can, whether you need more or not. And I think that, like, as an adult, you have to be a little careful with what you feed because, like, okay, wait, is this healthy behavior I'm feeding? Because if you just keep on feeding whatever behavior they give at you, like, you're going to raise sociopaths because they're going to go for the easiest thing that gets them the most amount of attention. And that probably isn't going to be good for them. It's probably not going to be good for you or anyone else yeah i don't know man it's crazy it's crazy yeah. i 
Oh, tell me. No, I just, and I think that we're going to lose a lot of freedoms over that when, if we're just blindly supporting every whim a kid has, where it's like, okay, are you actually transgendered? Are you like, and this is a really hard thing. I'm sure a lot of kids are like, stuff really. Like, it takes a while to figure this stuff out. It takes a, a lot of introspection. Like, you kind of process to figure this out. It's, I mean, I can't imagine what it's like. I can't even imagine what it's like, no. And Okay, so I will say two things. One thing is, it's the saddest thing in the world. And when I say that, like, I would be heartbroken if my ch- my child was transgender, I can say that, but I'm not saying it's because I would be ashamed my child was transgender. I'm saying I would be heartbroken if my child was transgender is because almost every single transgender person that I know is horribly depressed, horribly fucking sad, is dealing with suicidal ideology, and it has nothing to do with society accepting them or not. It has something to do with something deep and like psychological within themselves, like not being able to accept themselves or they're like, I'm in the wrong body or, you know, like, and the other thing is like, there hasn't been any, like, anyways, I'm not a fucking scientist. I don't know any of these things except that I have read a couple of studies that said that like, basically, even after they get the surgery, it doesn't really help them as far as like not wanting to fucking end themselves. You know what I'm saying? And like, to me, that is the fucking saddest thing in the entire fucking world. And that's that's one reason why I wouldn't want my child to be transgender because it's such an intense, crazy thing to have, like, this burden to live with. And if, okay, here's the other thing, is if my child was transgender, but they were happy and loved themselves and wanted, like, were trying to live their best life, I'd be fine with it. So, anyways, there's that. Now, the next thing, uh, what the hell was I going to say? I was going somewhere with this. Uh, oh, dude. How often do you watch the Joe Rogan show? Not that often since he went <laughs> to Spotify. Um, yeah, I feel you. But, uh, yeah, that has definitely affected my watching habits of him. But uh, I'm trying to remember. Let me see if I can find that lady's name. Because... Uh, he was just on with some doctor. Was it the lady before that? Yes. Okay. Her name is Dr. Shauna Swan. Okay. okay. She is an environmental epidemiologist. And she is working, it says, whose work examines the impact of chemical exposure of plastics. Okay. Okay. So essentially, I sat there and listened to a three hour podcast with her explaining that. It, it's fucked up because like I'm drinking out of a anyways we'll get into that in a second she was talking about the effect of the chemical exposure of plastic on our environment and on human on the human body okay, okay. and what she was explaining is like have you ever heard of BPA yeah yeah that's like the thing that was in all the Nalgene bottles that they like sell. everything right uh, but so that had got pointed out and so, the, long story short, in most plastic, there are chemicals in the plastic that are affecting our, 
our body. And that is what she has been able to pinpoint, scientifically pinpoint, has been lowering the male testosterone and sperm count in the human body by 1% every single year since about World War II. Because that's when we started exploding with our use of, of plastics. And so, like, our grandfather had twice the amount of testosterone in them and twice the sperm count that we did. Yeah, it's I've heard that. pretty fucking crazy. Well, like, and so they've, they've tried to pinpoint it. And there are a few things. Like, people have said it, it is, like, so the hormones that they put in things like, uh, uh, what do you call that, birth control? Like, the artificial estrogen and all that shit. When women take it and then they urinate it, that estrogen goes into the water system and then is recycled and is being found in the ocean and in waters and all that stuff. Like it doesn't get like uh, purified or whatever. It doesn't get like uh, strained out because it's not a germ, right? You can't sanitize that. So it's going back into our water supply. So there, that's one issue, right? And there's been like a couple other things like, um, but long story short, it's all about endo- endocrine disruptors and these plastic, these endocrine dis- disruptors in the plastic. And it's causing men's like testicles to shrink. It's, ta- it's causing men's uh, penises to shrink. Like not after you're born, but like when, like, while the woman is ingesting plastic while she's pregnant, uh, it's causing an effect on the child in her womb. And so the penis is the child's penis will never be as big as it's going to be. It will affect its, its whole sexual organs and it will make it more feminine than it would be. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. I think that there has been an overall, like that, that, that's the way the trend has been going. And we've obviously been using a lot of plastics. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, that's like a really um, pretty um, spicy waters to dive into. Um, mm-hmm. for a doc- I, I would not want to be doing that research right now. No, dude, she was kidding. <laughs> no, she, people were trying to fucking cancel her because people don't want to hear that. Because, like, well, I mean, and then, so you hear that, right? And you're like, wow, that's something we could, we need to change. That's something we need to stop. That's something that we need to, you know, we need to tell, we need to shout from the top of buildings. What's stopping that from happening right now? So, so this is where I come back to, like, like you and I, I think are both capitalists in the sense of like, we believe in markets. We believe in people's free association. We believe in people being able to sell buy, trade, however they feel, as long as it's a voluntary interaction. Right. Yeah. But so many people tie together that, what, what we just said with corporations. And I think that a corporations as they exist right now, would not exist in the same way in the absence of the state. So companies that are like producing these crazy, like fucking giant plastics and all this, like, I think there's no way they wouldn't be sued out of it, out of existence if they didn't have protections from the state. 
Yeah, like, and I also think that like, I would say that I would add to your list um, just transparency. So if I'm trying to swindle you, if I'm being dishonest with you, if I'm leaving parts of the deal out, then I don't feel that I, I won't support that. So if you're selling plastics, you have to know what they're doing to people. And I don't necessarily think that you as a seller have to give full disclosure of everything. But you also can't suppress knowledge from horizon. And I just feel like people are going to figure this stuff out. Like, people aren't going to just not understand these things unless this knowledge is suppressed. And of course, this is going to get politicized. And of course, there's going to be a bunch of people who are trying to cancel her and they'll be saying that she's a hate monger and all these woke people, but all these woke people are just basically useful idiots because what they're doing is they're actually enabling companies to come in and sell us poison. Well, and that's the thing that those people don't realize, like you have hard leftists that hate capitalism that are defending big pharma right now. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> you hate capitalism and you're defending Pfizer? But Fuck who, capitalism. Here's the Pfizer. Thing, Go who ahead. Defend Pfizer, though. Like, right? like, if you're a giant fucking drug company, then you want to get the people, you want to train people that hate corporations but love you, right? Well, you dude, even more no one says it's better. Well, no one says this better than Dave Smith, where he says it's like the left has been co opted so hard by the corporations where he says like things like, like what was the left attacking? They were attacking the 1% of the 1% of the 1% somebody like, uh, like what's that Morgan, you know what I'm talking about? What's the bank called? Oh, Morgan Chase or yeah, Morgan Chase, whatever it is. And he says that like, Bill, like what's the problem with those companies? They're like, they have state, they'll have like state monopoly on the way that they can like affect this currency or whatever the fuck they're doing. They're, they're just like basically raping our country and chase whatever. But what, what do they do to appease the left? They're like, well, we'll send all of our managers to like a white supremacy fucking, you, you know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll teach them a, my brain's not working. Yeah, yeah, we'll teach them to like um, go through and acknowledge their white privilege and say that. Yeah, exactly. Like male privilege and all this other bullshit. That, and meanwhile, they'll be just like making bad loans to people, swindling people out of money. Exactly, dude. So it's like they they co opt and appease the left with things like like I think like Morgan Chase, whatever, had like a fucking. Uh, I don't know if I've had too much to drink or not enough to drink. I need to drink some more whiskey. They'll have like a float on the pride parade. Like, I'm not kidding. They'll have like, they'll have a bunch of gay guys dancing on, on the, on a fucking float in the pride parade and, and like, like fly the pride flag and say like, we love you guys. Yeah. Fuck. You know, all this shit. And then at the same time, they're like, all right, is that good enough? Now we're just going to rob everybody. Well, yeah, and like, yeah, corporations love that shit. You know, no, it would be really interesting is to go down to a college campus and try to stage a protest about student loans. Because I think that if you're going to protest anything, that's the thing that you should be aware of is that 
you got these loans out here that they are guaranteed payback. They're giving you all of this bullshit stuff. They're not they're not walking you through the process of how to become a successful adult. They're charging you way too much. This has been the largest transfer of wealth in history, in my opinion. And complete radio silence. So important, dude. You just touched on something so important. So the colleges are teaching those kids how important a college education is and what they, you know, and that they're owed this thing. <clears throat> Pardon me. But exactly what you just said was that they're not talking about the people that are giving them the loan. Like, why is a college education $120,000. No one's fucking questioning that. Nobody's saying, like, why are, why is anyone, like, so how much is, like, a fucking semester credit or, like, some credit at a fucking university? Like, I was, I was talking to my friend. I was like, how much is it to take that one class? And she was telling me, she was, well, I think it's $1,600 to take a fucking class. I was like, what the fuck? You know, you know I, what I'm saying? Like, nobody is questioning that part of it. And so I, nobody is questioning... Oh, go ahead. Oh, it's just like, it's not even just for a class. It's like, there could be a reason why it's $1,600. Like, maybe you got the best teacher in the world. Maybe there's just a lot of resources. She's using a lot of high-end equipment. But that is just a fucking class taught by someone who just has a degree, who went through the program. So it's like, on the free market, that class would be, you know, a hundred dollars or something. Hundred bucks, seventy-five. You know what I'm saying? Like people just don't realize that shit. Like, so <sighs> people don't understand what money is. People don't understand what a loan is. People don't understand why a loan is given. People don't understand that, like, you're borrowing something to pay it back. People don't understand incentive structures. It's like, if you're going to take a fucking class, so let's say that you're going to take a fucking computer class, okay? And this computer class, you're going to be able to be like some fucking code writer. And then you're going to be able to get a job with some internet company that'll pay you $150,000 a year. And so that's worth it to you. So maybe this class costs a lot of money. Right. So then you don't have that money. So you go to someone and you ask them, like, can I borrow this money from you to take this class? Or so if you're going to take a class that it's going to pay it back, like you're going anyway. Yeah. Just people don't fucking understand that shit. So like, well, there's no vetting process. Like, I get it. You're 18 years old. You have no idea how things work because no one told you. But there's also, like, traditionally, like, you would go to someone and be like, okay, here's what my plan is. Here's what I need. And they would go, okay, like, you're this type of person. You're getting these types of grades. This is this is the field you're going into. Like, they, the bank would do the calculations for you because they had an incentive to get their money back. Now yeah. they don't. They're not doing no, they any don't. of that shit. Exactly, dude, because the state fucking guarantees it. 
the state guarantees that loan and that's why you can't like bank go bankrupt on it that's why you can't go in default for this loan so on any other loan which i you know feel however you want to feel about going bankrupt with a loan but you can't go bankrupt and clear your student loans and there's a specific reason it's because the government got involved and so like if you hear anybody talk like from the 1970s if you talk to like if you heard ron paul talking he was saying that like you were able to go to college and you were able to work like a part-time job and basically pay off your college now that sounds so fucking foreign and crazy to people like if you tell somebody you were able to like be a waitress at a restaurant while you were going to college and pay off your entire loan they go what the fuck because what the government did is they i guess they it's every time the government gets involved dude and they're trying to help they end up fucking everything up so the government wanted more people to go to college right so there's this whole argument that if you go to college you will end up making more money. So they, they'll, they'll look at statistics and say, hey, look, college graduates make X amount more money than people that don't go to college, right? So they'll, they'll say that, like, whatever, okay? But they won't look at something like, hey, maybe the smarter people end up going to college, and maybe that's why they end up making more money. So even if we didn't send them to college, maybe they would end up making more money. Or maybe, like, some of those college graduates made a shitload more money. Some made less money. I don't know what their fields were. Like, there's a lot of variables. And I, I, I remember going through all of that stuff, too. And, like, the way that they do statistics only works if you don't understand statistics. And I'm not great at it, but, like, I, you have to ask these questions. It's like, okay, like, people in this major, like, how well do they do specifically? Not just like having a college degree. I mean, a lot of people have college degrees. Mm-hmm. Like Bill Gates moves in next door to you, and then all of a sudden, like the network, like the average income of like people on your street just went up like two hundred million dollars. It didn't. Bill Gates moved next door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's an entirely different thing. But you're absolutely correct with you can literally look at statistics and you can make it say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Because you can find a way to make the statistics argue in your favor. (laughs) Yeah. And also, like, to go back to the boomer thing before, like, like, it was really hard to get information up until really recently. So people just have to kind of trust these institutions. And these institutions betrayed people for their own greed. So, like, I have no sympathy. Like, my personal feelings are I just want them all to burn because they have <laughs> screwed over this country in such a profound way. We held them in such a high esteem. We're like, these are like this is how we produce wealth as a country. This is how we generate ideas. Like the ideas that are coming out of academia, like the ideas of like postmodernism. No one lives their life as a postmodern person. No one is just like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen if I touch a hot stove. We don't know. We don't know. There's no reality. Like, no one lives their life like that. That's a stupid philosophy. I don't know. (laughs) I'm going on a rant. No, dude, that's good. I mean, 
So the postmodern thing, I want to do some more reading before I really touch on it. Besides that, I've heard enough. I've read enough and I've heard enough where there is a half argument for it. And I get it because I'm very semantical and like, you can, you can get me on a day and on a rant where I can say like, prove to me what gravity is, you know, because nobody can really prove what fucking gravity is. And we just think that it's a force and it pulls towards the center. It pulls towards the way, you know, whatever, whatever it is. But now the, the realistic side of me, the realist, or what the fuck is, what's the word for that? Uh, so there's the people that are postmodernists, and then there's the people that are, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, <sighs> I can't think of what they're called, but long story short, what I know, so half, half of me goes like, okay, I get that. I understand what you're saying, and I like that argument, and I want to, so those, so then they'll say, therefore, you can't tell me anything is true. Because you're, you're telling me that gravity is real. Or let's say that, like, let, let's look at a, at a color, okay? An objectivist. That's what I'm talking about. Somebody okay. that believes in objective reality. So let's say that I'm looking at a color, okay? And I'm looking at the color blue right now. I'm looking at a blue pillow, the the only way that we know that color exists is that we have rods and cones in our eyes that when light hits this pillow, it is then reflected and shot back into my eyeball and I see something that appears to be blue, okay? And so they'll say, like, how do we know that what you're looking at isn't green? Like, because you will tell me that I also... I'll swear on a stack of Bibles that this is blue, but you might be looking at it and you might be seeing what I think is green. You know, like there's no way to prove anything, right? Yeah. There's like this, this whole thing. And, but what somebody that was, that believed in objective reality would say like, okay, you're right. I don't know that gravity, like I can't tell you exactly how it works, but I can tell you that if I drop a rock, it falls. Yeah. So if I jump off a bridge, I fall into the water. Like it works, you know. So okay, so I'll clarify. Like my personal stance is I don't know anything except for what I personally experience. Those are the things that I can truly validate. Everything else is kind of a belief. I believe that you're talking right now and you didn't pre-record this conversation in just a very coincidental way. It just kind of corresponds <laughs> to what I'm saying. Perfectly. Uh, I can't really prove <laughs> that, but I'm pretty fucking sure that that's the case. But I, and so I, I get like the postmodern thing to a point, but what I don't think it, it, I don't think it's the most useful philosophy to guide you through your life. And I'm not, Dude, I'm not saying they I don't have it. But I'm also saying, like, if that's the only thing that's coming out of schools, really, like, I think that, like, it doesn't help you orientate your life in any way. It just kind of gives you, like, an escape hatch for, like, well, you know, like, so you can grow. So, like, I, I don't even want to deny post. I don't want to say, like, don't show it. But I think it has to be a little bit more complicated than just, like, well, we don't really know anything and give us all your money so you can now know that you don't know anything, like... 
Well, this is where I kind of come down on it. It's like I enjoy nuance and I enjoy having the conversation of like, oh, shit, maybe what you're looking at is green and what I'm looking at is blue, you know, and we can argue, you know, but there's no way of knowing because try to describe a color to me. Pretend yeah. I'm colorblind and try to describe red to me. Good luck. It's very difficult. Yeah, good luck. You're like, it's like blood. You're like, I can't see a color when I see blood. I need to You're reference like, you know, it. Yeah, I need to reference it. Yeah, there's it no reference. Yeah. So, like, I, I actually enjoy weird arguments. Like, to me, that's kind of fun. But, like, is it useful in a practical sense? Probably not. And like you said, how could you construct your life around something like that? I think it's ridiculous. So I have to believe in an objective reality just so that I can uh, I can jump in my metal vehicle that's running on dinosaur juice that flies me to my fucking job so that I can cook food for people. You know, like... I have to believe in some, you know, so yeah, yeah. I live in an objective reality and I love to have subjective conversations though. Like some of that stuff piques my interest. It's a lot of fun to have fun with, but I think that's where it needs to stay is in the fun. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I do think so. Okay. So I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit. I do think it's important to have, a point, like it's it's good to know your own limits to your own knowledge, and I think that at its best, postmodernism kind of does that. Where it just says, like, you know, we really can't be sure of anything. I just, it's gotten um pretty masturbatory. It's gotten pretty um like the yeah, like that just has to be tempered with other orientations. And do you know where I find it useful? I find it useful when it's arguing against the orthodoxy. I find it useful against people that try to use objective reality as like a bludgeon against you. I find it useful against people that are like, maybe like neocons or even neoliberals that will try to tell you this is the objective reality and this is why something is true and this is why we have to do it this way. And then, so sometimes I actually think that the subjective or the postmodern is important. And so in that way, I think that that voice is important and I like to hear it. Like, I love, are you familiar with Thaddeus Russell? I'm reading, I'm writing against history right now. Yeah, I love Thaddeus Russell, man. And he's probably one of the most famous, like, right now, current postmodernists. And he's an interesting cat. I really like the guy. Uh, and I think that his voice is very important. And when it comes to, you know, modern, modern, anything really like with our, what, whatever we're doing right now with modern discourse. Yeah. And I, I mean, it, it, there's a certain amount that's needed because we are living in such a multicultural society. There's so many different belief systems swirling around. And it makes sense that colleges would have it because colleges are places where there are a lot of different people coming in from different backgrounds. And you kind of got to say that, okay, no one's really, everyone has to give up a little bit of certainty. 
but like, it's kind of like a nuclear bomb of philosophy. Like it, I'm just thinking of like when postmodernism came out is around that same time. And it, yeah, like you said, like it really is going to destroy an argument, but it doesn't lead forward anywhere. <laughs> it might be able to tell you what is not true, but it's not it is not useful in telling you what is true. Yeah, and like, it's morally opposed, or not morally opposed, but it is like it is opposed to the truth in a weird way. It's like the only truth is there is no truth, which is a truth. So kind of yeah. Mm-hmm. So to me, I find that almost like a rabbitic, like an argument ethic, like somebody that like, if you study the Torah and you like, it's like this, it's, it's this fun kind of like rhetoric argument. And to me, I love arguing. Like I love arguing. And, and so to me, it's kind of fun, but Again, I don't know how useful it is in the day to day. Well, is it worth five thousand dollars a semester or something too? No. Like, if you, <laughs> like, you want to go off and get fake, it's worth an finding argument. an old man. It's it's worth finding an old, angry, sarcastic man who is like uh, angry at the world and buying him a few beers, and then you just have this fun conversation. Well, and that's the thing too. I feel like a lot of my, a lot of my anger towards this is it explains, like it's so hard to access for most people because the language is so cumbersome and, like, the actual ideas of it are not that inaccessible. It's just written in such a way that it's torture to read. <laughs> it's like, like it's, it's in words. No, it's word salad. Like, that is what college is. It makes it... It's this weird fucking thing. Like, okay, so some college is, like, actual, factual, this is math, this is science, this is STEM. And then the humanities and, like, this, like, uh, what do you call the the liberal arts side of college, it's like this... It's trying to sell you into this reality that is like um, it's selling you a culture. It's selling you this like it, it teaches you this new language that you can communicate in now. It like makes you literate and this uh, asshole speak <laughs> is really what it is. And so they teach you asshole speak and how to speak it and be literate and asshole so that you can now be with the rest of the assholes. And you can all smell each other's farts. Yeah, and... but... And it's funny because it's I don't think it's sold as that. Like, I, I think that you come across as an asshole because you've got enough... There's enough linguistic flexibility in, like, how you're saying things where it could mean so many different things. And it's usually cumbersome and Mm-hmm. But it just, it just, it's a lot of it just as a way of avoiding actual conversations with people. Dude, you're so goddamn right. Because, like, I have, because, like, some of those words are, like you said, they're inaccessible. And, like, so I've sat there and tried to read some books 
that are like over my pay grade apparently right and so like I have to look up these words so I'll sit there and I'll have to read like an academic article or something if I'm if I'm trying to like understand what this fuck is trying to say what this asshole is trying to say <laughs> and so then I'm sitting there for like 20 minutes looking up words and I'm like why did you have to fucking dance around what you were trying to say what you're trying to say is x like I get it okay but you're doing a fancy dance around X and you want to make me sound like an idiot trying to argue against you because honestly, your argument is really not that fucking fancy. Your argument really isn't even that fucking smart. Your argument isn't, isn't like they don't have a fucking good argument. What they have is fancy dance words. Well, and I also feel that most philosophical traditions have been around forever. Like, they just they're perennial. Like they're just different patterns of thought that people pick up on. And what they're doing isn't new, but they're making it so inaccessible so it seems new. And it seems like, wow, look at these people over here. They're doing this brand new thing. And it's all just sizzle and no stage. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Dude, I used to fall for that too. Like I remember the first time I listened to like uh, Jordan Peterson talk. I was like, whoa. This guy's a goddamn genius. And like, he actually might be. Jordan Peterson is very smart. But like, I, you know, as I self educate myself, I can understand what he's saying a lot more. And I'm like, he's just saying it in word salad. Like, he, like, that was the one thing that would, would annoy me about Jordan Peterson is that he would try to explain these like big fucking concepts, but like, he would go in like a 10 minute dance around a five minute concept. Yeah. I'll, I'll give him a little bit of slack just because I love been, Jordan Peterson. I'm not being a, a dick, but like, like, like <laughs> so many people have been trying to get him on so many levels and he's just been like, he's having these conversations with these like red dots on his forehead where people are just trying to take him out. So I imagine that's a little bit of pressure. Well, here's the thing is that I, I like Jordan Peterson, and I actually think that he was coming from a sincere place. I think he was just a crazy academic. And I think that like a lot of those people get caught up in that. And so that is actually the way they speak and the way they communicate now, you know, and it it, it is foreign to most people. And so then they get this weird elitist, like they think that they're fucking smarter and better than other people because they talk an asshole. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I think it is just a cultural thing. It's very... It's 100% cultural. It's very non-visceral. It's very non-tactile. It's a very removed language. I... I it, it's almost like... reason for it. Like, it probably grows out of an actual need to be like that to some degree that... I'd imagine, like, if you're an academic, you'd be very precise with your words. And that lends itself to that, but... And I think that speaking in live events, I'll give people a little bit of slack, because that's much more difficult. Writing, though, like, a, the, a lot of the writing is just really bad. It's not... It's not accessible. It's not... Like, make it simple. Make it like don't make don't dumb it down, but don't overcomplicate it either. I mean, both of those are bad. Mm-hmm. So, 
I don't know. Someone, if someone's listening to this, they're probably saying that about us. So you know, <laughs> you're the fuck. Are you the asshole with the better speech? Because like, I'm the drunk dickhead that is. <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. Uh, we should make some social media at some point. I'll make us a Twitter page. I'll make yes. us one. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, we'll talk when we go to um, when we see each other in a couple of weeks. But um, yeah, because of that. Um, oh, do you want to do some stickers? And um, I can talk to a guy I know who makes stickers and see if he'll make some stickers for us, and we can pass them out at the fest and. That'd be cool, man. <laughs> yeah, we should. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just like I'm thinking, like just the logo that you have. Is it that young cat? Is it a young dude that does that? Yeah. Is he the one that was passing out the taxation of theft stickers? Oh no, no, I don't know where that dude is. That guy is probably um, he's probably like hanging out with John McAfee or something right now. Yeah, he sounded like fun, dude. I had a long, like, fun little conversation with that kid. Uh, he sounds like he's having a blast. I hope that he's still doing his thing. Because, like, he was just, like, I think he was probably, like, mid-20s. Young kid. Uh, had had some money as far as crypto goes. Like, not real money, but crypto money. And when he was talking, he was like, I'm just going to go to Mexico and disappear for a while. I was like, that sounds like so much fun. <laughs> and like, he was just going to fucking, he was going to disappear in a crowd. I was like, he was selling his cool, car. man. Huh? He was selling his car. Yeah, dude. He was just a crazy kid, man. Like, dude, can you imagine being 20 something with like nothing tying you down no kids, no wife, no job, just like you had just bought crypto when you were a kid and had some money and you were just like a fucking little smart, like precocious anarchist. And you're just like, I think I'm just going to go to Mexico for a while. I was like, man, you little shit. That, have well, a good time. I, I, was talking to, <laughs> I was talking to him too, man. And I think that he was, he was pretty apocalyptic about things too. Like he had some dark thoughts about so, like, he was going to Mexico to have some fun, but I think he was just like, we're going to Mexico to get the fuck out of here, too. Well, it's easy to do that, dude, because, like, think about, dude, a lot of the smartest people, they got the fuck out. They're, they saw this COVID shit happening. They saw this, like, this vaccine passport thing rolling out. They know about the Great Reset. They know what's happening. Maybe they are the smart ones. And maybe you and I are the dumb ones. We're no, still no, I, I agree. <laughs> like, I, I, I sense the danger. I mean, I, I don't think that it's, like, a right-away danger. But, yeah, the, the passports are fucking terrifying. Like, like, we haven't heard the last word on that yet. No, like, I mean, I've kind of heard that it sort of got shut down because there was enough, like, popular or outrage that said like what the fuck that they kind of put it on the back burner for now but that doesn't mean that it's dead like those people they like they they test things they throw things out and they're like all right is it ready yet are people ready for this yet okay never mind okay we'll pull it back 
like I'm not even certain that it's not that it's a dead thing. I think like I'm a hundred percent sure that they're gonna try that. Oh yeah, yeah, they're definitely gonna put that is so much control. They would be able to shut you off, and then all they would have to do is basically say like you didn't get a. They would have to go into your medical records and change something, even if you did get the vaccine. Like they would not do that. Like, do you trust them to not tamper with your medical records to basically out you from society? You don't get to use money anymore. You don't get to use a car. Oh, and they're bringing. I heard about like the cash for clunkers thing being brought back. Which, if they do that, means that they buy up all the non-computerized cars and they give everyone basic computer cars. Where if they don't want you driving somewhere, you don't drive there. They're- Dude, I never see when I was a kid that never even occurred to me because I remember the cash for clunkers thing. I would thought it was fucking amazing because when I was a kid. We had we had a bunch of old Datsuns, and they were fucking amazing cars. Like Datsun got bought up by Toyota or a Nissan eventually, but Datsuns were fucking awesome cars. And so we had these old beaters, dude. And like California was buying them up. They're like they'll give you this. They were they were giving you a thousand dollars and nineteen. What the fuck was that? Right. I guess my son was born. So this was like two thousand eight. They were giving you like uh, they were giving you a thousand dollars for an old beat up fucking hunk of rusty junk. As long as it worked, as long as it ran, they would just have to like drive it around in a circle. If it could make it around in this circle, they'd give you a thousand bucks for it. That was a lot of money. Like poor dumb people. Like so, we fucking sold the state of California like four cars, but. People don't fucking realize, man, like any car made after basically like 9-11 has like some weird shit in it. Yeah, well, like a couple of things. Like number one, there's not really that many clunkers on the road anymore because of that. So the idea that we have to upgrade the fleet is just maybe I'm a boomer and I just don't see the oldness of the cars, but I remember jalopies as a kid. I don't see jalopies now. I don't see like something with three different color paint on it. <laughs> um, everything that will be sold to you now will be just a fucking GPS device. Like you're not going to be able to like, go anywhere they don't want you to go. Like it's like that to me is really scary. Like why are they doing that? And it's not for gas mileage or nothing because like that shit hasn't really increased in any significant way. And there'd be better ways of reducing gas if you wanted to do that. I mean, it's dude, you're a hundred percent right. It, it's all this fucking weird control, weird bullshit. Because it's like I know I know right now that they're they're talking about having cars. They're talking about having smart autonomous cars, right? And that's the new big push. They want to have these autonomous cars. So I think basically every single car made after, what, 2000, at least, has some form of GPS in it that, like, no matter what, they can fucking trace you and track you through your car. Yeah. That's just something that I believe. So then these new cars that are autonomous – like they they have a back door built into them. There's nothing encrypted anymore. Like anything that you want is not encrypted at all anymore. The government insists on having a back door so that they can 
do what basically whatever the fuck they want with it. But like what happens, unfortunately, is because anything that has a back door in it also allows people that are smart enough that are hackers to fuck with it. Right. So anybody that has like those like ring cameras in your house, anybody that has those like fucking smart nanny cams that are like watching your kid right now, all that shit, there's hackers that ha- that can have access to all that shit. But th- specifically those smart cars, like I was listening, it was either New World Next Week or it was somewhere else where they were talking about like they want to have the cars so that if a fucking cop comes and turns on their sirens, your car automatically shuts off and turns to the side of the road. Of course so, like, Yeah, so like Good luck running away from the cops. Your car just turned off. <laughs> you know? like, And if they have that kind of control of your car where they can just turn it off, like, I, who was that guy that, like, people were talking, was it, anyways, I don't remember who it was. They were talking about, like, they executed by, like, having this guy go 90 miles an hour on this one fucking stupid street and go directly into a tree. Yeah, yeah, he, um, cr- he, I know you're talking about the guy who criticized the general um, in a Rolling Stone article. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like, so you're telling me if they have enough control to be able to turn your vehicle off, they can't just do whatever the fuck they want with your vehicle? Yeah, make you twist around a tree like a pretzel? Like, (laughs) that's the whole thing about nothing having actual encryption anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) they will deep fake a fucking suicide video on that shit too on you. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> this dude. dude, I'm watching Joe Biden give his little speeches nowadays. And like, my wife is laughing at me. Cause I'm like, I'm watching it intensely. Cause I'm like, I'm not sure if this is a deep fake or not. I don't believe that he's alive or maybe he is alive. I don't know, but <laughs> not on you the know, inside. Like, yeah, it's definitely not on the inside. Like, how much adrenochrome is this motherfucker on? Like, <laughs> not enough. Not enough. Not, not, not enough, dude. There's not enough in the world. There's not enough baby blood in the world to fucking keep this guy animate. Like, <laughs> it's fucking wild. Uh, yeah, wild shit, man. Yeah. Wild. So let's go to Mexico. Yeah, dude. I mean, maybe homie with taxation of theft stickers was fucking right. Uh, no, I think he was, man. Like, it's there's dangers in this stuff, and we're not heading in a good place. Um, we do what we can. Yeah, I'm trying to find this one article that I wanted to talk to you about. Let me see here. Um, let's see. There was a couple interesting articles that I saw today. Oh, okay. So one of the one of the things is there was a video that leaked with uh, we were just talking about homie and his adrenochrome, right? Uh, where Joe Biden is saying he's like he's on a fucking live mic. They're like recording him live, and he's saying like, okay, like he just got done with some like speech or just some questions, right? And he's saying like, okay, well. About, um, the article. Okay. Joe Biden, 
uh, this was a video that was leaked. It's Joe Biden. He's talking to like a press conference and he was answering some questions or like he had a speech and he was saying some dumb shit. And then it, it ends and he's saying like, okay, I'll answer any questions now. Uh, whatever Nancy wants. And Nancy Pelosi is like uh, over there too. And she goes, is this mic on? Can they hear me? No, we don't want him to speak. I was like, holy shit. I'll send you that video when we're done here. Nancy That's... Pelosi was caught on a, on a fucking mic saying like, no, we don't want him to speak. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... So this is the weird part. Like, I get, like, having this whole rigged system, but why be so overt with it? Can you not find one person who can just play the part? Like, you're an actor. That's all you are. Here's the thing, man. People know he's old. People know that he's harmless. People know that he's like good old Joe Biden. People still associate him with Obama. People still have this, like, I don't know what it is. It's like this happy feeling, this loving feeling towards him because he is attached to Obama. And he is the perfect vehicle to run anything they want. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't think people really like him. I just think that a lot of Democrats just, they like agreeing with people. They like going along with and saying that they like him because he's their guy. And it's, I mean, not even sports fans. I mean, like, if whatever your team is, like, if the quarterback sucks, like, you talk shit about him. You still like the team. Like, I get that. But just admit. Here's the thing is that, like, he is kind of likable because you look at him, you're like, that could be my grandpa. And he says some dumb bullshit. You're like, that sounds like my dumb grandpa. Right. So he has this weird little thing about him. But, like, uh, liberals, I don't know how to explain it. Liberals are the majority because liberals are like, I'm not talking about liberals in the classical sense. I'm not talking about people that were the left of the monarchists. I'm not talking about a classical liberal here. I'm talking about what a modern liberal is and what a modern liberal is, is actually right of center. What a, they don't think they are, but they are. And what a modern liberal is, it's just basically somebody that goes along to get along and they've almost co-opted the word liberal and it, it really what it is is it's just like a defender of the status quo and it and like what is the status quo it, it what the status quo is is cnn it is msnbc it is the like we fight wars in iraq for oil it is the bit but we're doing this for the greater good for the united states for like the united states has become the crown you know, they, they really are the new monarchists. They are like this. They're fighting for the establishment. And like what the liberals were, they were the fighter of the individual. They were the fighter of the crown. They were on the left side. And liberals still think they're on the left, but they're not. 
Like neoliberals are on the fucking right, dude. Like when like, there's this funny fucking meme of like Donald Trump supporters, like it, like you know the classic like uh, political compass where there's like the four fucking quadrants, and here's like a right authoritarian, and here's Donald Trump, and then like two like in half a centimeter to the left is Joe Biden. And then it has a screaming face like, no, now we're communists. I you feel know, like, like <laughs> yeah, like I feel like a liberal at this point is just a hostage to the crowd. Like they just it have is. to like they have to just toe the line no matter what. As any kind of deviation, they're just kicked out. And it's it's a sad sad pathetic place to be but yes they are the status quo they are the defender of the status quo that is what a liberal is and they think that they're the fighter for justice and you're like whatever justice you're fighting for is the acceptable justice that they allow you to fight for because what are you like what justice are you really fighting for like are we fighting for yemen Really are we fight- fighting for the Mexicans? Like, you know, when it was politically acceptable, you were allowed to fight for the Mexicans on the border. But now Joe Biden has all these fucking Mexicans that are in internment camps, basically, and we can just forget about them. Well, we're going to fight for the... We're going to fight for the justice that Google approves of. Exactly. Dude, and it, just these fucking progressives and liberals that think they're on the fucking like front line fighting, and I'm like, you're just a useful fucking idiot. Yeah, wake up. It took. I, I think that the last couple of years, I really understood that phrase, "useful idiot," and it's like it's not that people are dumb. Like it's just that I think that people are naive with the nature of politics, and it's hard because I think that it's so many young people because you don't have a framework of how the world works. So it's like, to a certain degree, like if you're young, like you're kind of default dumb. Like you're just kind of going on faith on a lot of things. You're like, I, this makes more sense than this, and you could be wrong or you could be right. But there's just don't fight for those causes. You know, if someone asks you to, like, die for something, it's like, no, like, that's... Dude, to me, that's the saddest thing, is having young, dumb people that, like, it. it's almost countercultural to be patriotic, and it's almost countercultural to, like, love your country and to salute the flag and to respect cops, because, like... Honestly, the mainstream culture is a cab. Fuck it. Fuck the cops. Fuck the, you know, like in, in this weird way. And so like these poor, young, dumb, like Bible Belt, young, like middle of the country and southern young men think that they are being countercultural by like, OK, government, I will sign myself away to you and I will defend this country for freedom. You're like, what? In what way is fucking bombing kids in Yemen making us freer? In what way is protecting opium plants 
and Afghanistan and protecting the child rapists in Afghanistan, making us freer? In what way is arming like like Saudi rebels that are extremists that end up turning into Al-Qaeda? In what way is that fighting for our freedom? You know what I'm saying? It's like this... It's really fucked. But yeah. either way, the government ends up on top. And it, it, it's this weird way, dude. Like, they're fucking genius, dude. And they, they've been playing us like a fucking fiddle. Well, they've been minding the liberals and the progressives. Yeah, exactly, dude. The li- they have the liberals and the progressives fighting each other. But really, they're both obeying because, like, what's right now? What are the progressives doing? They're obeying the police state. First of all, they're saying defund the police. But at the same time, they're like, okay, but now disarm us. But now we're fighting for common sense gun control. Like, I remember the first time, actually, you know, I was dating my wife. And this is like when we were trying, like, I wanted to marry her. I knew right away that I wanted to marry her. But we had to have this, like, political conversation right because like this is like modern day and you have to have these kind of conversations with people and my wife was more probably on the left end than uh, than on the right she was like more on the liberal side than than conservative side uh which is fine and i'd probably prefer that and we had this conversation where like like i was talking about how like the left will try to say that the cops are literally hunting black people in the streets. The cops are literally trying to kill them and hurt them. At the same time, the left is trying to tell you we need to give up common sense gun control. Where you're like, if the cops are hunting black people in the streets, I want those black people armed to the tit so they can shoot a cop in the face. Like, how the fuck are you going to protect yourself? Like, how can you protect yourself if the cops are literally, if you really believe the cops are literally hunting you down demographically because you're a black man and they're going to arrest you and kill you because you're black? You should have a fucking gun to protect yourself. But at the same time, they're simultaneously telling you, you need to give up all your guns to the state. Cops are the only ones that should have the guns. Also, gun, the cops are the only ones who should have the guns. Same time, cops are racist assholes that are hunting people and killing people. Yeah, I mean, that just government schools and they give us these non-integrative thoughts. So we can't put, like, we can have both of those thoughts individually, but when you combine them, but we're never... Yeah, you're like, com- huh? Well, that was something where I, I had to, like, so I'd been dating my wife. I loved my wife. I like was trying to like have a thing with her. And like, I'm, then I was like, okay, now I need to tell her where I fall politically. And she's going to break up with me right now. There's no way. Like, I'm going to fucking tell her everything that I think right now. And I just like dropped it. And she was like, okay, that makes sense. I was like, what the fuck? It's like, okay, uh, I, I'm calling a jeweler. I need to find out what a ring size is, because <laughs> I have found that people are really responsive, present ideas in a reasonable way. Uh-huh. But a lot of times it's just like new ideas. Don't like, they're not 
exposed to these ideas and not they don't put those it's all just slogans and it's like I believe this slogan that's true I believe this slogan think about them enough to really see how they contradict each other so it's and I people aren't political but we're living in this political society but applied philosophy so if you're um you just have to spend a lot of time thinking about this shit, which most people aren't going to do because there's just better shit to do. But it, to <laughs> kind of give some, like, give a little bit of thought to what you're actually believing because we're living in this world where your beliefs become reality really fast and we can't afford just to be stupid anymore. Well, here's the fucked up thing, okay, right? So most people are not political they're not anti-political they're just not political most people have just enough time where they're like well i have to work 40 hours this week then i have to get home and like take care of my house and like spend time with my family and then like oh maybe i have a little bit of time to watch the boob tube and watch some stupid thing on tv and then i'll have enough time to down you know have like maybe we'll have a barbecue and then we'll go to sleep and then we'll get ready and then oh it's monday again but like now this whole fucking system has made it where it's actually a crime to be non-political because that's where most people are. Most people are non-political. Most people are just kind of go get along to get along, you know, just go along to get along. And I, and that's fine with me. Like sometimes it, it annoys me because I'm like, God damn it. You guys let atrocities happen because of your apathy. But at the same time, you know, I'm just like, okay, well, I understand that your ignorance is bliss and I understand why you want to remain ignorant to this. And okay, well, I respect you guys. At least you're not my opponent. But now this whole like, that was the shittiest thing where they're saying like, it's not enough to be passively not a racist. You have to be anti-racist. And and like I get that, and I'm like, okay, I am anti-racist. Like I think if you're a racist, you're a dickhead. But that's not what they mean by anti-racist. You know what I mean? They co-opt, they take a term, they co-opt it, they change the, they change the fucking definition of it. And then if you oppose, if you have any deviation, you're a fucking Nazi. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a way to militarize people. It's just propaganda, and they're militarizing people against each other. Like, well, that's like, the shittiest thing, where, like you were saying, that most people aren't political. They're trying to get everyone political. And then what does that do? It just fucking, just, it really just dis, it dislodges, and it just, like, it makes society break in two. Yeah, would be it's done intentionally. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think everyone should be political. I think that I think it's good to know that if you're not political, it's good to know your own ignorance. I mean, if if you don't know enough about politics, that's great. Like, just as long as you know that, you're fine. But you got people who are wandering around, like like your example, where it's like we shouldn't have guns. Cops are killing black people. Okay, so which is it? Like, do you think that? we shouldn't have guns to protect ourselves or and both of those beliefs I mean I think they're both not true in any really profound ways but like if that's your belief system and you believe both of them 
it'd be better if you just realized, like, you're just not a political person. Like, you haven't thought about this yet. I don't know a lot of shit about a lot of shit. I don't know how rockets work. I'm not trying to make a <laughs> rocket. That's true. <laughs> so I'm going to change the course of our direction of our conversation for just a moment. Okay. I listened to a guy. I So I love listening to because I, I guess I, I, I was going to say I consider myself a conspiracy theorist, but I, I consider myself open and I consider myself as like, I'm I'm open-minded, you know, and I'm I'm willing to hear you out because I understand that like orthodoxy and whatever is like in the mainstream is bullshit. So I listened to a guy that was trying to uh, explain flat Earth, and this guy fucking red pilled me, man. I'm not a flat earther, but this guy was bringing up some shit where I was like. Holy goddamn shit! I have no answer to that, and uh, uh, so I go back to government is lying to us twenty four hours a day. Government has no incentive of telling us the truth. Government wants to keep us in the dark of so many things. Um, and that way we are easily controllable because if they if they if they control the reality that we exist in, if they control the rules of the reality that we exist in, then they can control us completely. If they tell us that this is right because of a of scientific rule that is absolute, then it stops us from ever questioning what they just told us. What if that scientific rule wasn't true? What if, like, there was no absolute when it came to X? Uh, it's fascinating to think about. Well, that's what government really is. Is I mean, like the whole idea of like government, like control of the mind. And essentially, mm-hmm. that's what it is. Like, like. We're just used to seeing like control used in this more forceful way. So, like, someone has a gun or a whip or some some kind of weapon to like corral people inside. But if you can just control them mentally through propaganda, which is just putting people under a spell, that's the most efficient way to do it. Like, I think of like sometimes like a like watching like old timey black and white like. Nazi films where just thousands and thousands of people are marching in unison. And I mean, I guess like North Koreans do this, con- like, like more totalitarian your government is, the better your parades are. But just controlling people down to that level where you got thousands of people and they're just under your control and you're just like a puppet master just controlling their movements. And now we've gone it even further because now we're controlling what they're thinking. And we're getting kids younger and younger. It's really sick. It's it's interesting too because like if you have somebody distracted with the wrong question, 
it doesn't matter what they what they come up with, right? So if you have somebody distracted with like they let's say you have somebody distracted with flat earth. Because to me, that's a complete psyop. Like the man brought up some since some fucking points that I can't answer. Why? Because I'm not Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm not goddamn but like I'm not a fucking physicist. I don't understand the fuck. I'm not an astronomist. I I don't I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna do some fucking deep mathematical equations. This guy's gonna twist my head in a knot if I if I let him. But the government doesn't care what you're doing as long as you're asking the wrong questions. So to me, a lot of those things like uh, things like flat Earth are giant distractions from what's really going on. So something like if, 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 if people are busy asking if the earth is flat, they're not asking, why are we still in Afghanistan? Yeah. They're not asking, why are we printing money out of our ass? They're not asking, why are we shutting down restaurants in summer in 2021? People are busy and co-opted in this thing where, like, that is the same reason, like, I just put out a tweet a little bit ago. I was like, because, like, I was talking to a friend. I was like, and to me, this was fucking hilarious. It was like, what happened to the Flat Earth movement? It's like it got completely absorbed by the Q movement. Because there's nobody that's Flat Earther anymore. They've all just been sucked into the Q movement. It's like they've lost all their steam, and now everybody's a fucking Q idiot. Like this whole, like the people that were weak-minded enough to just buy into the next dumb bullshit. And so now they're fighting over, like, well, there's a cabal of, like, satanic Democrats that, like, fuck kids and suck their blood. You're like, well, maybe, but, like, you guys are fighting over whether Donald Trump is Superman or not. But in in the meantime, like, Donald Trump was, like, attacking the Second Amendment and doing all this crazy fucking bullshit. And, like, and now what now what good are you like you guys did january 6th and then what did you get out of it like you guys were all demonized and now you're all considered domestic terrorists and now we have joe biden and now joe biden is doing what the fuck he wants or the people that are controlling joe biden are doing whatever the fuck they want like it's just an easy way to just co-op these weird what what should be a resistance well yeah controls resistance it's a controlled opposition because you want you realize like there's some point like there's going to be some people who don't buy in who question stuff and you want to just distract them with the most petty bullshit that there is so yeah the whole flatter movement's great q is great um you know and, and the left has this shit too i mean i think a lot of like the woke nonsense is just like you're arguing on whether or not like we were founded on this, like, we were, like, this racist nation, and it's just, like, well, that's, like, 200 years ago. Like, what are we doing now? (laughs) Like, what are we planning for the future? Like, we can't go back and create a better past. It is what it is. Dude, you're so right. 
I actually I wanted to actually bring this up to you because I was thinking because like they're talking about how like the fourteen nineteen project or whatever the fuck it is, it's sixteen nineteen project rather. They're talking about wanting to teach that in schools. They're talking about wanting to teach that in the public and basically they want to teach that to kids now and in the public schools that like uh america started in 1619 and that it is basically one long story of white supremacy and slavery and i think that that is an like white supremacy and slavery is an, an important aspect of our nation's history and of humanity but the way they're trying to sell it too is some bullshit like tell me what you think about that so i think the first thing that comes to mind is like why are we just getting one narrative i feel like history i mean history is i'm really suspect right now i'm reading um renegade's history like i mentioned and i'm really i like thaddeus russell but i'm also very suspect of any historian because hey i don't i wasn't there and neither was anyone else. And you're just looking at fragments of reality, like a letter here, a picture there. And, I mean, to write a proper history is a lot of work. You're putting so much research in. And when you write a history book, you really – people are trusting you because they can't do that work. Like, I can't devote just the next – well, once in my life to read up on fucking old tiny letters and cobble together a story. So I think it's really important to get a lot of different perspectives. So like, I am cool with like having that perspective. I don't want it to be the only one. Like, I think that you got to teach like from different perspectives and go like, okay, and now here's someone that thinks America is great and we did all of this wonderful stuff. And also, we're going to have a class where we kind of like teach kids how to critically think. But none of this shit's going to happen because fucking schools controlled, fucking mind control camps, and you probably should not be in them if you're a kid. I would recommend, I would put a fucking Surgeon General note on all schools to say, like, <laughs> this is bad for children's minds. May come out brainwashed. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that is, I mean, when you look back at it, like if you study John Taylor Gatto, that is, that was the specific reason. It was done purposefully so that these people would be brainwashed and so that they would be subservient and that they would obey their masters and that they would obey, you know, the corporate overlords and tell them like, now it's break time, you know, ask permission before you use the bathroom. Okay. Uh, you heard the bell. Okay. Now it's time to go home. You know, it. so I agree. And the whole 1619 project to me, like half of me likes it because half of me says that like, yeah, like Thomas Jefferson really was a punk bitch. Thomas Jefferson talked about freedom out of one hand, like philosophically, Thomas Jefferson was like right on fucking point. And then but then practically the motherfucker did own slaves and was raping his slaves and having kids with them. Right. So like he couldn't live up to his ideals. And so I think it's important to study that you're like, okay, so philosophically Thomas Jefferson was talking about free men and talking about how like 
the tree of liberty needs to be fucking watered with the blood of tyrants now and then you know what i'm saying like i think that's a beautiful saying it's like like uh, you know do you know what uh do you know what quote i'm what i'm referring to yeah, I know. Like yeah. the tree of liberty must be watered with the blood of tyrants and patriots from time to time to you know whatever. Like that's that's awesome, dude. And like Thomas Jefferson had some like really philosophical like on point beliefs that like you and I would like we'd be like fuck yes, that's awesome. Okay, same time he was a giant property owner that did all this crazy bullshit and owned human beings like they were property, and we we're like fucking them and and like having kids with them and like treating them like shit you're like okay so like i want to have that counterbalance where i want kids to understand like what was what was good about thomas jefferson and what was truly evil about thomas jefferson and so how can we learn from that and let's have a like balanced conversation like what's good about thomas jefferson what can we learn from him what can we learn about personal liberty and responsibility and who we are and then what can we go like, holy shit, he was a monster here, so let's avoid that. Let's never repeat that. Yeah, but that's not, not what's happening. Anyone. That's not going to happen. It's not what's happening, even at, not even close. Hey, I got a, just a one in my battery light, so it's going to phase out in a couple of minutes. So Okay. But I think we're rounding hour two right now. So Yeah, we are. But it's been good. Yeah, brother. All right, man. Any final closing ideas? Closing ideas and thoughts. Um, with everything that we have, we need to fight any idea of vaccine passports. We need to embrace um, doing things locally and taking care of each other. And raising animals and killing animals and eating food that we can understand. We need to be eating food that we can understand the ingredients list. And we need to be taking care of each other, getting enough sunlight, taking our vitamins, and just uh, and having conversations with people. I agree with that. I, I, I think just I want to emphasize just like the having conversations with people. I think that we're in this point where we're not actually like in a bad place yet. I think we're just looking at a bad place that's really fucking scary close to us. But I think that we can avoid it's possible to avoid it. It's not guaranteed we might fucking be in it, but I think right now if we can just talk to people and try to share ideas, I think the more we do that, that I think that's where we need that's where we're fighting right now. So, I love how white pilled you are, Tony, and you were an optimist, my friend. Well, and I love that about you. Here's the thing, man. <laughs> like, I'm trying to fight back the black pill, man, because like those things. Hell yeah. Fucking... All right, man. Take care. All right, brother. Talk yeah. to you later. Bye.